Welcome to Crazy Day, where I explore my own curiosity and invite you along for the ride. Ready to go? Welcome to Crazy Day. My name is Matt. I've mentioned a few times in past episodes about my passion and love for woodworking. One of the things that I love about the craft are all the different skills and techniques that you can explore and grow in. Different tools that you can master to help you cut and shape as you transform a a chunk of tree into anything from a sign to a clock or a table. While I love the hobby as a creative outlet and a meditative pursuit, I often find myself learning something deeper in the process of making a project as well. Let me start this episode by telling you about one of my favorite tools to use in my shop, the scroll saw. Some saws are meant to cut long, perfectly straight lines, like a table saw. Others can cut complex shapes, like a bandsaw. But most saws have one thing in common. They cut from the edge of the board towards the middle. The scroll saw is different. It uses tiny blades, a few hundredths of an inch wide and maybe five inches long, held on either end with clamps between two arms that rock up and down when the motor turns. By undoing one clamp and freeing one end of the blade, you can create inside cuts by feeding the blade into holes that you drill into the wood and then cutting the shape you want before removing the blade again. This allows you to create what's called fretwork. Not fretwork like a guitar. In this context, the etymology comes from an old French word that refers to lattice work. And you can create some really cool designs this way, ranging from geometric patterns to stuff that's almost photorealistic. When I'm doing a fretwork project, I start by attaching a pattern to the wood that I'm working with, and then drilling holes where I want to make any inside cuts. At the scroll saw, I'll feed the blade into each hole, make the cut to remove the waste, and repeat. It's a slow process, but I find it calming and even a form of meditation as I make cut after cut, incrementally progressing toward my goal. Once I'm done cutting, I then spend some time with sandpaper and small files to clean up the wood and refine the pieces before I assemble and finish it. See, any time you make something by hand, you inevitably have imperfections in the work. You stray from the pattern a bit here and there. Curves aren't perfectly smooth. Straight lines aren't perfectly straight. A little refinement is part of the process, but I've gotten to the point where I don't normally need to do too much refining at the end. As you might imagine, these kinds of projects can take a long time, and some of the cuts are really small. While I love the work, as I get older, my eyes get tired from looking at these small lines for hours on end. A few years ago, I upgraded my setup with an illuminated magnifying lens. It makes seeing the lines on the patterns so much easier and allows me to cut longer and with more accuracy. But with that ability to see clearer came an unintended consequence. On the first project I did with that magnifying lens, I could see every detail as I cut. It was amazing. But as I finished up, Having only seen my work under magnification, I was sure I had a ton of cleanup to do. 
There were gouges and rough cuts everywhere. Frankly, it looked like a drunken beaver had attacked this thing. That is, until I collected the pieces and took them over to my workbench. When I finally looked at the pieces with my own eyes, without the added scrutiny of that five times magnifying lens, it looked pretty good. Actually, it looked better than a lot of my past work did fresh off the saw. As I sat down to refine the pieces, I thought about what had just happened. That magnifying lens that was so useful for staying on target was a lousy tool for judging the final product. It magnified my errors. It made it seem horribly flawed, when in reality, I had every right to be proud of this project. Because in reality, every project has flaws, just like every person does. I think it can be useful to take a closer look at the things that we do in our life as we move forward, to give careful consideration to our actions, to our plans for the future, and to make adjustments whenever necessary. To use the magnifying lens as we build, you know, to keep the metaphor going. But unless you are being intentional about looking for areas of improvement to work on, looking at our current selves too critically makes small mistakes look huge, especially compared to others whose lives you aren't putting under the same scrutiny. We all see our own flaws because we all know where we messed up, where we went off the pattern that we set up for ourselves. But despite all the countless mistakes, what really matters is how it all came together in the end. The finished product, the big picture, where those mistakes are hidden away so small that nobody can see them, even if they were looking for them, which, you know, they aren't. I don't know about you, but I'm growing to the point where I would rather spend my energy looking forward to the next project than scrutinizing the last one for every mistake that I made. How about you? So that's it for this episode. Thank you to each of you that stick around to the end. If you know of someone who would enjoy this episode, would you mind hitting that share button and passing it along? And hey, if you haven't already done so, I'd appreciate it if you would leave a rating or a review on your podcast player too. It helps get this little show of mine out in front of more people. But hey, whatever you choose, I love you all so much. And I'll see you on the next episode of Crazy Day.